All right, everyone, welcome to the J3P podcast. My name is Ilya. I'm your host slash producer slash general. Uh, <laughs> as I look over at James, he gives me a dirty look. Uh, we are, yeah, we're looking at, uh, this is season one, episode three uh, of the J3P podcast. And uh, super exciting one today. We're, we're following up on a recent blog post where we uh, got invited, the J3P crew got invited to test drive the uh, the all new M3 competition sedan from BMW. For anyone that doesn't uh, who's not familiar, this has sort of uh, been big news for BMW. It's been a little while since they've they've updated one of their kind of like more performance oriented M cars. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but for a lot of the time they've been they've been kind of leaning luxury, and I think this is their sort of their stake in the ground of um, uh, of just kind of going after some of the big boys in terms of um, horsepower and, and and figures and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, in the room, we have, uh, founder and creative lead, James Hall. Hello. Hello. And myself. So we'll keep this, uh, we'll keep this as a short one, but yeah, for anyone who's read the podcast, basically, um, read the blog, read, yeah, thank you. Yes. Read the blog. There we yes. go. It's been a long day guys. Um, yeah, who's just read the blog. We, uh, we got invited out by BMW to take, uh, to take one of their new, uh, press cars out. Uh, we, we got delivered with a like whopping delivery miles of what, like, 40 some odd kilometers yeah something like that is 47 i think yeah. which is isn't always uh isn't always the best case scenario when you want to test drive uh test drive a, a new performance car. car especially but uh we made the most out of it i'd say so i think we had yeah. a good time they uh yeah they were kind enough to give us the car um and let us sort of have the afternoon with it and uh get our thoughts so so you know jumping right into it um you know, for for everyone listening at home, James, history-wise, BMW, what are your thoughts on them as a brand, just in general? Um, I've always thought BMW's been a bit of that awkward um, medium. I I love what they do. I Well, I've, I've loved in the past what they've done with their cars, especially um, their E90, the V8 ones. I've always wanted one of those. And um, those sort of, those iconic, I guess, yeah. M3s. Um, which is funny because that one got heat back in the day when that one came out. People were like up in arms about that. Yeah, yeah. They, I think, that will become a classic. It's not a classic right now yeah. because it's still quite new. I guess in the in the grand scheme of things, newer. But I grew up with BMWs in the family. I grew up with th- mainly three series, three series, in the family. But um, no, BMWs always been that awkward medium. It's priced high enough that it can compete against the big boys but it's too expensive to compete against cars that i almost think you get more bang for your buck with yeah 100 percent. this car that we did drive um if you haven't read our blog on the site um was a black on oh, uh, brooklyn, brooklyn, brooklyn gray, brooklyn gray yeah. on a black sorry brooklyn gray on black um m3 competition with full carbon yeah with the carbon packages, I think is around nineteen thousand Canadian for additional. Yeah, so our additional. Yeah. So our, our build sheet came to like it was one twenty, one twenty, one twenty one. I think. Um, so, I think they did a pretty good job with yeah. the car. Uh, the car. I, I've been saying this to almost everyone. Like that, that carbon package, I think makes the car for me. Yeah. Uh, full 100%. carbon. Full carbon diffuser, carbon roof, carbon spoiler, carbon splitter carbon vents the only thing they didn't do was carbon side skirts which i thought was quite weird yeah and then when you go into the interior i thought 
they revamped a lot of it. The carbon seats, the bucket seats that they did are super cool. They're like roller coaster seats. Yeah. Like for anyone who hasn't sat in that thing, it's just like you literally lock yourself in. Yeah. Surprisingly comfortable too. Yeah, they were. Um, um, but you pointed out a funny thing though. You were like, you were like, this is all about weight savings and yet they're like fully power adjustable. Yeah, which I thought was, um, if I'm spending the money on bucket seats, I want that whole experience. Yeah. Just like those GT3s and the GT4s. I, it's all manual no electronics i wanted to be as light as possible especially on the competition a carbon steering wheel which was cool yeah. a lot of carbon accents throughout um but overall i thought the car aesthetically was super cool yeah it was a big change the only thing is that front plate on the Oof. was um it's brutal yeah it it cuts up the lines but without the front plate i think the car is a completely different beast. You got to wonder too, like when they were designing that car, because I, I did, listen, the front end's growing on me. I know people hate it. It's super polarizing. I, I would, I, I did not like it when it came out. Um, I'm also just generally speaking for anyone like, that doesn't know me, I'm, I'm way more of a fly under the radar kind of guy. Like I do not like the last car I would ever buy would be like a Lamborghini or something. Cause I just, I, I want something that's going to like annihilate everyone, but that looks like nothing is is typically where i stand why usually i favor 911s is kind of like my thing just because you could spend 300 grand and it's still a 911 yeah and, and it's still and it, and, kill everyone yeah and no one knows what it is right you can park like that's the greatest thing you can park it anywhere and nobody cares yeah um, it's got that flash flash um price but it's yeah. it's a lot still low-key yeah I think that's why a lot of people still buy them and the thing is it's not to say like i have full respect like don't get me wrong like an Aventador SVJ or whatever, like all day long. They're super fun. But I just like, for me personally, I would just like, I, I live in downtown Toronto. I can't like, that would just, you know, it would, it would, for me, it would just be that thing of like, I'm that guy, you know? Yeah. Um, I had the chance to shoot an Aventador with Ryan. I think it was an Aventador S with Ryan this past summer. And that, that was super cool. He recently sold it and got an SVJ. Right. I haven't spoken to him. We plan on doing a video this year, but, uh, yeah, I think his SVJ was like nine fifty. Right, and like you can get a lot of car for nine fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that for sure, and that and that brings us back to the whole conversation about the M three. Like, my, I think like the first thing I said to you when we when we got the keys was like, what, like I was like I turned to you was like, what? How much is this car? And when you were like, it's you know it's one hundred and twenty. I was like, okay, that's pretty reasonably priced because it's putting out what plus five hundred five. I think it was five fifty. Five fifty. I think a little yeah. bit less. But what, yeah, like for the money. If you're yeah. buying new, right? If you're buying, buying new, brand new, and it's practical, because what are you getting from what are you getting from Porsche for for a 120? Cayman, Boxster. Right. You can't get a 911. Yeah. You actually, you might be able to get a a base 911 with no options, but I don't think you'll be able to pay for delivery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how many people really want a stripper 911? Like, do you really want to like fully just like base 911? You get GT4, but. And then that, and right, but mm. that's a different. So you it's bring a different up a driving point. car. It's a different it's driving also car. Not four doors. It's not four doors. It's um, it's you get a C six C forty three. But I know Which, Benz this year <laughs> yeah. for the twenty one or twenty twos have raised their co- prices quite yeah. a lot. So I don't even know if you can get a C forty three anymore. And the, and so the, they're like, I've driven the C forty three. I like the C forty three. I've told you that like it's because to me it's just it's got that hooligan factor or whatever. It's not a C sixty three for anyone who's like compare you. You could never tell me that those cars are com- like comparable at all. Um, one will like literally you can roast the tires off. The other one is is all wheel drive and like way more, you know, it's just more about handling. But so so it's funny. It's like to your point, where is BMW playing with the M3? Because it it's definitely not it's not playing in the C63 space. 
No, it's not. At least it's, in my opinion. No, I I don't even know what's playing with the C sixty three. I think the M three is in its own sort of little platform. Yeah, they, they've or, carved out their own little niche for sure. Yeah, and I to be honest, I'm too young to know if they did that with their other M threes. But um, no, I think it's cool. I think they did well with the car. I don't think they had the reactions that they thought with this whole new front end. But yeah. um, when you see it in person and especially seeing, once you see it in person and then you see it, I saw it on Instagram with no front plate, it yeah. changes the way you look at the car. But um, And the, color, I, the yeah. colorways are pretty cool too, right? The new yeah. stuff that they come out with, like Isle of Man green, whatever that acid green like repro color they did is, is pretty, is pretty cool too. It accentuates the lines and stuff on it, which is, which is nice. Um, let's, yeah, okay. It's let's in like, its own. Yeah. It's in, it, it's in its own category. I think it's, um, I think it's a cool car. Yeah. For sure. I, I don't think they're completely done with it. I'm excited to see what the, if they release an M3 CS. Yeah. The and evolution of it. Yeah, yeah and I'm 100%. excited to see the M3 manual. I yeah. want to see how that drives. But mm-hmm. oh, all I, in all, yeah. it's pretty cool. So the the big like, question of the day, would you buy one? Like, no. No. <laughs> that was a quick answer. I, well, in the blog, straight up, no. in the blog <laughs> I'd buy an M4. Yeah. Just because I've always loved M4s. Yeah. Like when they announced them. I can't remember the color, but it's a dark blue. It's yeah. similar to Gentian Blue from Porsche or Gentine Blue or whatever it right. is. Um. And then they have this full all white interior. That's yeah. how I would do it. Yeah. I don't think it would go too well with like my lifestyle because <laughs> half the time I'm dirty working on cars. Yeah. But um I don't think the cocaine spec interior is no, one that's gonna work not, well for not on an M4. J3P. But um I think that's how I would do it. But for the like the whole time I'd be like, damn, I spent like one twenty five on this. I don't exactly right. know. Like there's a lot of car you can get for one twenty five. Yeah. I think more in the used market than the new market, but um for sure. And you're coming at it like from a different angle too, right? Because if you're building cars and you're used to that world and like money is a different ballgame for someone who's just, who's just buying OEM and buying factory and just like want something that they can rip around. And I think that's what I said. I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, it's a pretty good all arounder if you have a family or you need a little bit more practicality or, or like whatever. Yeah. yeah like it, I'm sort of a midlife crisis. Car. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. Yeah. Totally. But for me, like I said it in the blog, I would buy that car do some sort of suspension because it felt a little bit too loose for me. Yeah. Do an exhaust and tune and bring that up to like 700, 750-ish, maybe 800. Right. And you can have a little bit more fun with it and still have that BMW, I guess, luxury. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I, if I were to be given this car and say you can't do anything to it, I don't think Yeah. For me, the 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 deciding factor that was like those tires were just garbage I, sorry like prelli p0s i i've had them on one car i hate i just it's personal preference i hate them i'd sport cup twos all day long in that car I would i think would change just the way that it like yeah. it would it would give it what that car is kind of meant for um because you just you can't get those tires unless you really are tracking it you can't get them hot enough to 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 where they're going to perform yeah. actively um i ran the p0s on my lexus last year and I went through three sets of them. Yeah. But that's a completely different, that's not even in the same conversation. So. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, and, and that's the thing, right? It's, and they're it's, expensive. It's, yeah, they're super expensive. And um, 
Yeah, I think I mean, listen, that, you know, that's one of the things about the M3 for anyone. You know, we're we're curious if if anyone listening uh, has driven one or has experienced one. You know, hit us up, let us know what you think. Um, I know one of the things that obviously uh, James and I were talking about is after we drove it, when we returned the keys, both of us were kind of like, yeah, it was cool. That was, you know, it was all right. A little subdued, kind of did the usual thing. And then the next day, I think both you and I were like, that was actually kind of more fun than I thought it was. Like I had that the next day feeling where I was like- It was predictable. Yeah. It was like the thing, Ilya and I had this conversation driving back to dropping the car off. And we were saying how the car had no scare factor to it. Yeah, zero. We've got behind the wheel of some super crazy cars. And for example, GC2 RS has <sighs> the scare factor to it. Like I've driven it on the street. Yeah. It, you get out of the car shaking. Yeah. But this M3, it was a driver's car, but it wouldn't scare you. Yeah. And I think for me, knowing me, I would push it to the limits. And Wait, which yeah, is, which, which is, I didn't do when we test drove it, but I think owning one, I would. I would push the limits and maybe get a little too crazy. A little too wild. Well, it seems like the kind of car too that you have to push it to the limits to get the most out of it, right? That That's what I think both of us were looking at and saying is like, this is the kind of thing where for it to start getting wild, like you really have to get it. Like you're you're going to jail basically. If you're pushing it, like, you know what I mean? You can't. Yeah, or taking it to the track. But ah, see, then again though, that's the thing. I can't, like I to me, that's not a track car. No matter what people say is just like, it's a heavy, it's a huge car. It weighs, yeah, it's like, it's super wide. It weighs the better part of like, what, four and a half thousand pounds. Like it, you know. Yeah. I, it's just. You it, do the CS at that point. Yeah, it's just to me. I don't I, know. It's, it, as as we've said, it has this, it, its it, own category yeah. that um, it doesn't exactly know what it is. Yeah. To me, it, it falls under in a, in like, you know what it is to me? It's the car that you buy in between the cars that you really want. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, if you if you have like a 991.2911 and you weren't sure about the 992, you if let's say it came out in that time frame, I'm like completely messing up when these cars got released. But I'm just saying it's like yeah. one of those, like if you had one of those and you weren't 100% sure that you wanted to dive into another 911 or whatever it is that you like, you might lease that one, like short-term lease for a year, try it out. Basically reassures you to get something else. It's it's a in between for me, yeah, a little bit. Like, and and that's not a knock to BMW at all. That's actually kind of a compliment. It's just like it's almost a palate cleanser, right? It's like if you you're doing these high horsepower cars, like you said, the GT2 RS, like that thing's wild, like that. And that can't we're not comparing that obviously no, for anyone who's no, listening. No, but no. Um, if you're just doing like the 911 thing all day long and you're starting to get used to that feeling, sometimes you just need something to like, oh yeah, all wheel drive. Like, you know, if you're not, you just need- Drive it in the winter. Or it's yeah. these guys that have those GT3s or I guess M3CSs yeah. or C63s. It's their winter driver. Yeah, for or sure. Or have, yeah, it's the McLarens, Lambos, yeah. Ferraris. It's their winter driver. You have four, you have four doors on the M3. Yeah. Your roof rack, this one we drove had it. I think had a roof rack or yep. had roof rack rails. Um, comfy. You have all the amenities, all the amenities you yeah. want. Um, yeah. And for those of for those of you who just like miss your old school BMW, it still has the head unit out of like the 98 3 Series, which just made me so happy. I was like, wait, yeah. they they definitely bought those in bulk, by the way. I'm I'm sticking by that. 100% somebody at the factory was like, no, no, buy all of these. They and added an extra zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And they just kept yeah. putting them in. It's my I, I rip on BMWs a lot, but I actually uh, I I do love the brand. It's like a total guilty pleasure in, in a weird way. Like I just there is something about the brand I I like. I like the M3. Um, I changed my mind after I know I told you I was like I wouldn't buy one, and then afterwards I was like, you know what? I I, I think I would for for a brief period. It would definitely not be like a hold on to it for a long time car. No, I'd buy an M4, but I I don't think I would 
can justify spending 120 on it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So, all right. Well, let's, uh, you know what? This is, uh, this has been our review of the uh, of the M3 uh, competition sedan. So big shout out to BMW and, and a thank you for lending us the car. Yeah, let us know what you think of the car and yeah, well, what you think of the generations before. Um, and if you have any of the new ones that you have some cool stuff coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's and let we, us know and we can yeah. shoot it. But uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we hope, and for everyone that's listening, we hope to get back to you once the manual version comes out. I think we're going to be able to get our hands on that, which will be exciting. We'll get Ryan in the mix to uh, give that a try and and get three different uh, drivers' uh, approaches to that one. And and you know, if luckily if we don't like the tires, they won't be there by the time we're done the test drive, which will yeah. be which will be great. Hopefully, this podcast gets to uh, BMW headquarters and they can <laughs> yeah, 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 they yeah. can change their Pirelli yeah. Yeah. deals. Yeah, sorry, Pirelli. I guess I'm not getting any sponsorships with Pirelli this year yeah uh, but yeah thanks for yeah. listening thanks for listening uh yeah stay tuned and we've got a bunch of really fun stuff coming up um i don't want to give it away we've got some like really cool cars coming up that we're going to be reviewing uh, a little v10 action some uh some nostalgic uh throwbacks for actually i think all of us were too young to be driving when those cars were on the road but still some, some i some especially cool... was but yes yeah it'll be uh it'll be no it'll be good so uh yeah again thanks for everyone for tuning in and uh stay tuned for for the next episode of the j3p podcast and um hope everyone's having a having a good day yeah thanks uh make sure to check out all of our social links below and yeah stay tuned for the next one